1: Fantasy Sports Radio Network.
0: Fantasy Football Frenzy.
2: Thank you very much, PJ. Coming to you live from Studio 34 in Midtown Manhattan. It is the Fantasy Football Frenzy right here on FNTSY Radio. Lovely day in New York City. Lunchtime crowd piling into the... Oh, uh, the restaurant formerly known as Rockin' Raleigh's. guy with the new name of the joint is going to be. Anyway, Goon Squads, y'all ever make a trip to New York City. Y'all come down here and hang out with us. Coming up on the program today, today is Old Man Day. It's Geriatric Day. This is a good idea about the all-in kid, Jake Sealy. We're going to talk about some veteran players, look at what we think they could do this season. You know, some dudes that's, I don't want to say washed up, but getting close to washed up. But maybe you you might still be able to drag some fantasy value out of them this year. Dudes like um, Shady McCoy and um, Larry Fitzgerald, just to name some. So yada, 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 yada. This, that, and the third. Obviously, telephone lines open. 844-843-6879. Whatever kind of questions you got, we're here to make that happen. Give you our advice, our analysis on that. Don't forget Roto Experts. Exclusive edge package for 2018 on sale now. I got some, obviously, I always got some other stuff I want to get into, too. And then um, Goon Squad. You, we in the chat room, so holla at me. First, let me start off by bringing in the all-in kid, Jake Sealy Jake, what's good with you?
3: Yeah, I'm doing good today. Yeah, it's uh, old man day after uh, last night. Uh, it's funny enough, you saw that, Matt. I don't know if you did, but they intentionally walked Daniel Murphy to get to Juan Soto, of all things.
1: <laughs> I did not see that, but uh, I know Blake Snell was, uh, was in havoc
3: yesterday. Yeah, oh, but S- disrespecting S- the old man, Daniel Murphy.
1: Yeah, but I don't think it's really disrespect because He's like a shell of himself right now, and it's, it's
3: kind of Well safe. Let's see, that works well for today, right?
2: No, I, I like it. I'm, I'm I'm cool with it. I was busy this morning, so my brain wasn't working. I was talking about NBA awards. I'll get into a little bit of that later on tonight, too. man. how was your evening last night? Did you watch any of the NBA awards? Uh, no, I did not. I
1: rewatched watched uh, Westworld finale.
2: Okay. And it, it was, was even so be- nice, you had to watch it twice.
1: Well, it's even better the second time. It's, okay. it's one of those things where you watch it the second time, and it... Everything makes even more sense because there's so many damn timelines going on. All
2: right, so let's get ready to hop right into it. LaShawn Shady McCoy right now going at the back of the second round in most fantasy drafts. Listen, we know where Shady is. I'll be 100% honest with you. I'm not going to be in on Shady this year because I am the guy to think at some point he's going to fall off the cliff. You're getting him as, as an RB2, which I really have no problem with you getting him as an RB2. I wouldn't make him an RB1 on my team. If I go running back, running back, say I start like Zeke Shady, something like that. I can dig it, but more than likely at that time I'd be looking to go to one of the bigger wide receivers, especially in the point of reception league. LeSean McCoy will likely be the whole entire offense for the Buffalo Bills yet again. But this is a dude, 4.6 yards like pop in his career. My lord, LeSean Shady McCoy, Matt Medica, what do you think? Look, I I still I, I love the player, his You're career. A Bills. I'm a Bills fan,
1: and it's a, but it's a different it's a team concept. It's not even the 30 years old. If he was on. If they had the same line from last year, this is a totally rebuild offensive line. You have three inexperienced or not good quarterbacks fighting for the job, while the receiver core is one of the worst in the NFL. There's just so many things against them that I think he's set up for failure this year, and I'm kind of with you. I'm going a different route in that second round.
2: Going into the 30-year-old season all-in kid, Jake Seeley. Uh, Start off by telling me, what do you think of Shady going into this year? Do you like him as an RB1? Can you do it as an RB2 as your second back if you start running back running back? And then and then I, and then I and I get this one back to Matt too. Do you think he's a Hall of Famer?
3: So I think it's very interesting this year that you don't even have to start running back, running back to get him. And that's why I'm so in on him, because even with the concern of the Bills, even with the concern of, you know, Shady's already himself this offseason said he doesn't mind taking less workload this year. And I think that's just more of the fact of how truthful that is, is not the question is how much of a, like an effect does it really have? Like he can say that and I believe him, especially if he's trying to make sure he can play longer into his thirties. But at the same time as if the game is on the line or they're with the lead and they're grinding at the clock, are they really going to say, well, you know, you reached your 20 touches this week, that's it. We're not giving you more. Like You're going to turn to your best player. And I, so they could do it. And it sounds good in theory. And there may be some weeks where they're getting blown out or there are up like way ahead be of, a lot of weeks the Buffalo clock.
2: bills going to be getting blown out. <laughs> I, yeah,
3: well, (laughs) I know we can say that it sounds like, but let's talk the fact that they were a playoff team last year. And I know Tyrod Taylor's gone, and I I hate Josh Allen as much as anybody, but at the same time, it's not like they're uh, like they have no talent on the team. They still have pieces. They still have a solid defense. I think to say that you know they're going to be like 0-16 Browns and losing every game by 20 points. Even the 0-16 Browns were in contention for seven of eight of those games. So. That's what I'm saying. It all sounds good on paper. I just don't know that it's really going to happen. So if you're going to give me LaShawn McCoy in the early third round as my second running back, I'm going to take that every single time because he's been on a lot of crappy teams and performed as a top five running back doing so. As a Hall of Famer, I don't know the numbers off the top of my head. I'll tell you. i know. I give it to you right
2: now. Uh, He's closing. He has 10,092 career rushing yards um, in nine seasons, 10,092 career rushing yards he has over 13,000 uh, yards from scrimmage in his career. Right now, he is running back, I think, either 29 or 30 on the all time list. Another 1,000 yard season this upcoming year will put him inside the top 25.
3: Yeah, see, that's, that's even. T- I don't even know if inside the top 25 necessarily guarantees that's going to happen. Like, I think LaShawn McCoy, for us on fantasy purposes, is going to skew it a little bit from the picture because he's been so dominant. And he does have a very high peak. It's just now when you start looking at the other names that are there and the names that are going to be coming, it's similar to the wide receiver position. Is, and even the quarterbacks now is the numbers keep going up like they do in all sports. It's harder to justify the numbers. Like if he had these numbers 15 years ago, there wouldn't even be a question. Uh, I think that – I think he has a potential. If he does another two years of, you know, 1,500 all-purpose yards for another two seasons, I think it'll be hard to keep him out. Matt Mediga, Sean McCoy, Hall of Famer?
1: Mm, for me – like I said, I, I love to play, even with the Eagles and stuff and all that. The beast with the Eagles. But he's been a beast with Buffalo, too. Yeah, no, but for me, I, would ha- I have higher standards from my personal Hall of Fame.
2: Uh, for me, it's kind of like in that portal. You're a Hall of Fame snob?
1: Yeah, I think it should just be the elite of the elite. And, you know, I don't need to have a quota every year and stuff like that. I'm, I'm not down with that. But let's just go back to the Bills here one second. Yeah, they, they were a playoff team last year. But they didn't put up a lot of points last season. They don't have uh, Taylor. You got Charles Clay, who's got... Talking about old men with bad knees. You got Benjamin with a bad knee. I mean, Benjamin's probably the one offensive player on this team I will end up with because of his price and the target share that he's going to demand. But I, I just... I don't see it. The line last year was a great running line. The line this year, you know, from retirements, trades... It's, you know, I just don't see how it works. I, look, about them getting, going to the playoffs. I'm just talking about them as a team. Oh, no, they're going to be know? terrible. And I just, I, I don't see how it sets up for, will he have some good games? Absolutely. He's a very talented, even last year, he went back down to what, four point yards, uh, four point uh, zero yards to carry. He's still a good player. If he was on a different team in a different offense and was set up for success, I would be in on him despite the age.
2: 844-843-6879. Telephone numbers are dialed. Obviously, they are going to be talking about some old men. A little bit later on, we'll get into the Denver Broncos wide receivers. We'll talk about uh, Larry Fitzgerald, what, what people think about Larry Fitzgerald coming into this year. Matter of fact, Jake, let's hop on 50 right now. Um, The, the receptions, year after year after year, especially if you're in the PPR, just keep piling up. Listen, I think st- I still think Sun got some gas left in his tank. I'm a wide receiver, three on Fitz. I don't know if I want him as a wide receiver, too. I'm not going to go that aggressive, even in PPR. As a matter of fact, I'm probably not going to have him because I'm always going to play the upside game. Like, okay, somebody like this guy can give me better numbers than Larry Fitzgerald as a younger player. Am I an agist by doing that? What's up, y'all?
3: No, see, here's the situation. All right, so everybody remember 2014. Remember yeah. how miserable that season was? And uh, that was it. That was the end for Larry Fitzgerald. We were done. Nothing wanted to do with Larry Fitzgerald. He wasn't even drafted as a wide receiver three the next year. And then Larry Fitzgerald goes off. And for the past three seasons, he's been either a wide receiver one or fringe wide receiver one. So for him to be a wide receiver three is honestly a, a significant drop off of what he's doing for the last three seasons. Here's the only issue. He is 34 and a credit to Michael Salfino, who tweeted this out, I want to say about a month or two ago and the age 34 plus wide receivers that have finished with any type of significance. And if you want to consider it, if you add up the numbers to a wide receiver one or wide receiver two, I think it was one person. I think it was Jerry Rice and that was it. It might've been two people, but the fact is the history is not behind him. And I know we're in a new age and 30 doesn't mean what 30 used to mean, but at the same time, that's a hell of a history, including look at what happened to Andre Johnson when you're supposed to get that final push with playing with Andrew Luck and all the rest of them. And there's been numerous wide receivers that we get into this mid-30 range and all of a sudden that's just it. And I think that's what we're playing with with Larry Fitzgerald is everybody's scared to be holding the bag. That's yep. Nobody wants it. Nobody was drafting Frank Gore for the last five seasons of his career before last year, before where he actually finally did stop producing much of anything. Every year, Frank Gore is nobody's touching Frank. Or nobody's touching Frank, or nobody, and he continues to be an RB two because we're all sitting there not wanting to be the one that's left because we know it's coming. Uh, I'll take, I'll actually take Larry Fitzgerald as a wide receiver too. I, I will, I will Ooh, continue okay. to do so this year. Hey, well, yeah, the Jake's
2: in on it, Matt. What do you think? Uh, I'm hesitant.
1: I'm, I'm scared. I'll be honest, yeah, I'm, I'm kind of with you. And look, it's, I was wrong last year, I'm kind of willing to be wrong this year. I, he's look, three seasons of 100 catches in a row, yeah. and if anybody can do it at 34. I believe it's Gerald Ken. Yeah. I just, I'd rather, maybe it's just the way that I play, especially in the PPR. I'm probably going to go a different direction, as, as definitely as my wide receiver two. Wide receiver three, I, I can't make an
2: argument against. All right. Hey, Jay, who do you want to be the quarterback?
3: Uh, I don't, I actually don't care which one it is. Okay. I, I've always, I've always been a Bradford fan while he's healthy. Yeah. And uh, you know how I feel about Josh Rosen. I said he was the most capable ready NFL quarterback in this draft. He's the, in my, remember Emery joked me and said, what, or, Oh no, that's, that was the show we were doing with the draft special with him and Elliot Chris. As I said that Josh Rosen is the best pure passer Eli, and Emery was like, what does that mean? <laughs> like, you know what that means? <laughs> you got the whole like debate about that, but I still think, I think he's the most NFL ready, pure pocket. At passing quarterback from this draft class. So if Rosen's starting week one, I have no problem with it. If Bradford's out there for, until he gets hurt, I have no problem with it. So I don't care who the quarterback is. I think Fitzgerald's going to be fine. And honestly, kind of. well, maybe I misunderstood, Matt. I'm a little surprised you said that about the PPR because in PPR, I think he's even better.
1: No, I get what you're saying. I just, look, don't know. I, I, I can't. I'm with you when he's healthy. I was, you know, that's why I loved the Viking early on and stuff. But I don't see him being healthy. So it is Rosen. I'll agree. Like, I wanted the Bills to get Rosen, but that didn't happen. They went with Josh Allen. I just don't want to be, like you said, I don't want to be holding that bag. I'm probably, if possible, going to start with two wide receivers in certain occasions. And if I don't, I I just, I, I don't know. I mean, like I said, it's tough to go against three straight seasons of 100.
2: There you go. Man, it
1: is tough. Sometimes you got to be willing to be wrong. 844
2: 843 6879, telephone number to get involved. Ever. Um, let, let, me, let me ask yeah, you one sure, question. go ahead.
1: Because I, I know this is a guy that everybody likes. Allen Robinson or
2: Larry Fitzgerald? Allen Robinson, easy. Easy, easy. Easy, 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 easy piece. Yeah, but that's,
3: see, that's the thing is, I think most people, Matt, to the point is similar to Corey, is they want to draft him as a wide receiver three. And that's the thing is, if you're going to give him to me as a two, even after Allen Robinson, around the 20, 21st wide receiver off the board, that's usually heading into late fourth, sometime, eh, late fourth, mid fourth round territory. And at that point for Larry Fitzgerald, I know some people, like you said, people always Want the upside, but I think that if you look at it too, is there's a certain thing to be said for consistency.
1: Well, can we make it a little tougher here? Amari Cooper. I'm, okay, I'm taking going Fitzgerald. I'm
3: taking Fitzgerald.
2: I'm going, I'm going, Mar-
1: I'm going to Amari Cooper. I'm gonna go Amari Cooper. I haven't learned my
2: lesson. I'm i hard-headed. I?
1: what I don't get is everybody showing like John Gruden stats from like a decade ago. Yeah, I don't to, Like yeah. the, the the number one wide receiver, like where did they finish?
2: Yeah, I'm not I'm not tripping off of <laughs> Yeah. You know, really- I, let's see what he can do this year. But when it comes to Mari Cooper, I'm hardhead. Hard head makes a soft ass though. But um <laughs> I'm not I'm not <laughs> I'm not I'm not giving up just yet. you are not giving up just yet. Hey Matt, you can get into the World Cup.
1: Honestly, this year I haven't. Usually I, I am into it yeah. and I do watch it, but this season I just Why, re- oh, right, the the United, United
2: States not in it? I
1: honestly, I really don't care. I mean, I know the U.S. is going to fail to qualify to the next round. In, anyway. anyway, yeah. So usually when Italy's in it, I well, find the, it a little more – The good thing
3: cool. is the one after that, we're automatically qualified because we're hosting it. Oh, well, that's good. <laughs> <laughs> the, host, the host country is automatically in. So the, t- the 2000, and what is So 18, 20, 26, the 2026, we're guaranteed to be in it. Um, and at that point, Ronaldo and Messi are going to be, like, close to 40, so good. You know, we might yeah. actually have a chance. I actually, I've been really, I've been really? watching a lot of it, but mostly because it's the only sports on TV in the middle of the day. It's kind of nice. You know, I, I they would have to tape
2: my eyes open and sit me in the chair and tape my eyes open to make good, me watch.
1: I will admit, when I did watch, I, I like the European, uh, the uh, Euro Cup they do. What's up, baby? I think that's really good. I just, it's not that I don't like World Cup soccer. I just haven't got it.
2: I, I soccer is it's a children's sport. It does not do it for me. I, think I, it, I won't watch MLS soccer, I think, but I will oh, watch yeah. World Cup. Who, soccer. Yeah. I mean, who the hell is going to watch that? I don't think it plays <laughs> yeah, I think well the on television. Thing
3: is, it's it's the flopping, and that's just annoying. It's even it was you know, the
2: kicking the ball for ninety minutes and scoring two points. That's the
3: let's start there. <laughs> that's where it starts I mean, at with of- me. Oh, people taking pictures over there? I see that. No, it's that not, it, was, it
2: was some ladies uh, came over here, and they were, you know.
1: Somebody getting... did a at the great one. Somebody did a skip over the we, weekend.
3: You could see it over Matt's shoulder. I saw the lady taking the picture.
1: On how to make soccer fun. Yeah. It was like, you put like, these eye drops in, and it's like you're watching <laughs>
3: hockey instead of watching soccer.
2: <laughs> Maybe that's what it is. But, you know, the um the people that take the photos, the Getty images, they're like the official photographer. Of uh, the World Cup, right. they got in some trouble, right? Why? They've been taking... Uh... This is what we'll do. That's a tease, right? When we come back from the break, <laughs> we'll get into the Denver Broncos wide receivers, and we'll talk about the, um, why the Getty Images people have been getting in trouble. Yeah, you
3: have to lead with that. You can't tease and then come back well, to I'm going <laughs> to
2: lead with it. Then I'm going to do the, the Demarius Thomas and Emmanuel Sanders. So there you go. little Jay-Z. Oxy Brown and Jay-Z. I think Foxy Brown had lost her heron for a little bit. I don't know where she's at with that now. Got some jams back in the day. Fancy football frenzy, we got some jams every day. So coming up on the program, little Jimmy Bronco running back talking Then We'll talk some World Cup. I might see if I get the homie Ventura. Yeah, hey, Ventura, come on stairs for a second, Ventura. Um, I'm, so, I'm sorry, Jake. <laughs> Fancy football frenzy, be right back.
3: Thing you can do today. How about swab
1: to save a life? Every three minutes in the United States, a person is diagnosed with a blood cancer like leukemia. Bone marrow transplants give patients a new lease on life, but 70% of them must rely on a stranger for one. You can help. Register with DKMS to become a donor. You'll receive a swab kit in the mail, swab your cheeks, send the samples back, and you're good to go. Take the first step become a hero. Register today at
0: DKMS.org. Use as directed.
2: Turmoil Tuesday, right here, Fantasy Sports Radio Network, Fantasy Football Frenzy. Glad to be with you. How's everybody doing? They could have turmoil,
3: Corey. So, what's the, what's to answer? Cracking? The question? They can answer the question in the chat. No, I didn't get punched in the face. What I happened? I got bit by a damn bug. I don't know if it was a spider or I just... Put Jake on the screen. It?
2: Let me see. Put Jake yeah, on the you screen. See the red, the
3: red oh, yeah, yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. Somebody somebody I, punch, somebody punched Jake in the face. <laughs> that's <what> I do not want to say it, but that's what I thought. Jake was over there popping big. Oh, I'm I'm number one ranker. I'm number one ranker. Somebody <laughs> was like, rank Ds. Bam. Well, <laughs> well, like, you know, like... I,
1: think I hired someone. <laughs> I think Christopher Carroll was in... Uh, Jake, where are you? Ocean City, Maryland? Is that where you're at? Uh, Jake's in no, 757, Virginia Beach. Or maybe he was Virginia Beach. I don't yeah.
2: know.
3: I don't know if I got a, a like a mosquito out by the pool over the weekend or if a spider bit me in the middle of the night, but I just woke up with a nice little uh, red spot on my cheek. Of like, Oh, you, know, you was, laying was, out, it it, was laying out this weekend? No, nah, nah, I wasn't laying. I don't lay out. <laughs> <laughs> I was say, you didn't get color. <laughs> uh, do you tan well, Jake? No, no, no. I, I have a like, I'm most, I'm a European mutt with like a spitter Russian, but the spitter Russian where like my dad tans really easily, I didn't get any of that. I'm the okay. one that I go out there and a half hour I burst into flames.
2: Oh, so, so what about like a tanning salon? Would you do that? No, no, spray no. tan?
3: If I, I, I would, I would do a spray tan if I ever I knew I was going on like a seven day vacation to like, okay. somewhere where I was going to be in the sun a lot just to protect myself a little bit, but no, I don't, I don't do that stuff.
1: So. You lay out, Matt. <laughs> uh, I will lay, like, I, I can't lay out for long, like, I'll lay in the sun for a couple minutes, and yeah. then spend the rest of the day in the pool or, okay. or, in, or in the beach, you know, cool. in, the, in the ocean, excuse me. <laughs> I
2: I got Ventra upstairs, but before you get to Ventra and get a little World Cup analysis, because he know about this stuff, I don't know. So the Getty Images people, right, like, they do the photos for the World Cup and stuff like that, so they got in trouble because, like, yesterday, they released the hottest women of the World Cup. Like the fans and the stands and stuff like that. I love that. Oh, oh, I love it too. If, if you follow Gabe, you see all the, all these cleavage shots. I, I I love it too. I have no problem with it. But they had to take it down and apologize. People were saying it was misogynistic. Now, listen, me, my, I don't think big-breasted Latin women, Latin American women, you know, taking photos of them. I don't have a problem with it. You know, so what I'm do saying?
1: do people have a problem when Ronaldo takes his shirt off? Right. And
2: stuff exactly. Like that? You ain't got oh, a no problem with that. So it. if you want to put, you know, a top-heavy uh, Brazilian woman on the photo.
0: Yeah. That might make me like it more. Exactly. And plus, they've been doing that every World Cup. They always put up an article where who's the hottest women in this year's World Cup and they'll show the fans. It and,
1: wasn't like the woman in the uh Stanley Cup where she just No, no, she put on the no, 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 <laughs> no, no, no.
3: We didn't no, it wouldn't no nipples no. were exposed. Yeah. I right, somebody tweeted me that yesterday cuz I was watching the two matches and I was talking how crazy was the fact that you went from Spain being in trouble to now winning that division and uh, i had the lady tweet me and show that she was watching both games but she had the uh, portugal on the big one because of ronaldo and she's like i know where my priorities lie to have my man on the screen like so that the women are doing the same thing exactly i don't see what the big
2: deal is so they had to take it down and apologize and i thought that stunk oh well, who do you think
1: was buying all those
0: 50 shades of gray books <laughs> 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 yeah, I'm a we're getting too sensitive i got a little christian gray in me
3: <laughs> you, uh, Private, no doubt. That book and saying that, Corey, you might, that's that could be taken so many ways.
2: <laughs> well, not well. You know what I'm talking about. Yeah. See. Hey, yeah. Thank you, thank you, Jake. You did. Thank you for making me clean that up. Ventra, what is you? You to this stuff? I can't fool with it. What the, what's going on? What's the latest? What What is the rub right now in World Cup action?
0: World Cup. Well, I like to bet it. I always do good in it. I really don't bet anything else. So I do that. And Italy's not in it, so I don't have like a, you know, invested interest into it. But, you know, I picked some teams like Belgium and France. They yeah. both won pretty much, uh, you know, in the next round. They won their groups. They look great. Um, you know, so those are the two teams I think to beat. Germany's been faltering a little bit. They have a loss. Argentina has to win like today. I don't understand how we didn't get in this thing, the United States. I don't understand it because
2: we don't. Iran is in the joint.
1: I
0: know and
2: they did not have running water, but that's all they do. But that's like that's their
1: sport. Like the rest of the world, but we're better like than soccer. That. Like we have baseball,
2: football, we can hockey, win. We win basketball. Those, yeah, we can win. We we'll win. We we dominate basketball. We won the baseball joint, the baseball Classic, Olympics for the first time. We won time. the baseball Olympics, but so that was good. We don't our never win athletes hockey. athletes
3: are focused. Our athletes are focused on everything else. This like. I mean, it's honestly what you look at soccer. Soccer is even behind NASCAR for America. I mean, look how far up. The fact is, it's just soccer doesn't get the attention in America because people go to baseball, they go to football, they go. to, And it's like fifth on the list once you get down to it. The sad thing is, to your point. And I'm sure you agree with this, Chris, is if some kids would just focus on soccer, they could make a hell of a lot of money being one of the few talents that we actually have in America.
0: Yeah, I mean, it's a niche thing, I guess, but it is growing. Like, I know 1998 World Cup, nobody was watching from the United States. Now, a lot more people are watching. And actually, the second biggest country to show up there is the United States. This is the thing with the watching it part of it. It's on in the middle
2: of the day and people are getting drunk. So they're like, oh, yeah, I'll watch it. That's oh, the yeah. case. Yeah, then it's, you're right. It's fun. That's life in Europe. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. But if it's, if it's 9 o'clock at night and a ball, a basketball game or football, oh, well, not a football, but this time of year, probably not a baseball game either. But if it's 9 o'clock at night, I'm be like, I'm turning past the World Cup, son. I'm not watching it.
0: Why? Unless it's like, because it's boring. At 9 o'clock at night? It's boring. What's the difference Vintra between? it's boring. I don't think it's boring. I think it's, think it's it's more exciting than... I hate to say, it, I love baseball. I love playing baseball, but watching baseball is a lot more boring to me than soccer. Have you ever played soccer? Yeah, a little bit, not a lot. No, I'm yeah. a goalkeeper. I, I'm not going I, with my feet. I, I should have <laughs> known. <laughs> I should have known you
2: were soccer. Chris, some Chris kind Venture, of, <laughs> my, my left foot. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so what's up feet. with you? you uh, is Italy in it? No. No. Italy didn't no, make it I either? That's why I said I wasn't watching.
1: So no, no, no people Italy,
0: people. no USA, but y'all, y'all locked in. Well, I, that's because I bet it. That's what I'm saying. Like Jake said, if you know it good, you know you could bet the draws. The draws are always like plus two fifty, plus three hundred. I'm already up like seven, eight hundred dollars. Right, I'm doing so good. That's what's
2: up? So you doing good? I'm right, doing pretty cool. good. Yeah. All right. So let's hop into these Denver Bronco wide receivers. You want to stay for this? Oh. don't start. Don't start. No. I know s- Stuff with Jake. All right. <laughs> I don't want. I don't, I'm not trying to sit up and referee you and Jake today. As long
0: as he doesn't call me some type of vulgar name.
2: Okay. <laughs> you hear that, Jake? No name calling. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Denver Bronco wide receivers. All right, let's 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 get ready to hop into it. Demarius Thomas is beast, one of the best wide receivers of the past decade or so. Not really getting it done for fantasy. It's more about the quarterback situation. When you look at straight pure overall talent, and then he's playing games like last year was the first year that he really was, you know, had some injury concerns and stuff like that. But I just love the player. But when it comes to drafting him, I want him as a wide receiver three, to be 100% honest with you. Because I don't think that – I don't know what Case Keenum really is. Not sure what that offense is going to be this season. I just know about Demarius Thomas' talent. But every year the fantasy production goes further down and further down and further down. But, Jake, when you look at upside versus stability, so let's just say Demarius Thomas versus, I don't know, give me some a high upside wide receiver that's going in the area, of Demarius Thomas. Why am, I, why am I pinwheeling right now? So say you got – um. Demarius Thomas or not Josh Gordon? He's no, home. no, no, no. Demarius Thomas or Marvin Jones?
3: Yeah, I, I think that's yeah. I, well, I think that's a fair conversation to honestly have. The thing is, what I keep saying about Demarius Thomas and Emmanuel Sanders. Let's remember what Case Keenum just came from. Adam Thielen and Stefan Diggs. Who were Adam Thielen and Stefan Diggs before them? You're right. Emmanuel Sanders and Marius Thomas. They are the ones who were those two wide receivers in a lot of similar ways before they were even a thing. So you bring Case Keenum to this offense. The only thing we're asking of this is Case Keenum to be what Case Keenum was last year. And Pat Shermer might have turned him into a capable quarterback. Is he going to be a top 10? No. But is he going to be better than anything the Broncos have seen in the past couple of years, including – Peyton Manning's Swan Song, which was god awful that mm-hmm. year. Don't people forgot that Trevor Simeon outplayed Peyton Manning sure that year? Did. You go all the way back to that. Demarius Thomas and Emmanuel Sanders have ended up on a lot, both of them, not the same, because I don't want to own both of them. But they've been on a lot of my team so far because I think they could both get back. Are they going to be wide receiver one and high end wide receiver two like they used to be in Peyton Manning's heyday? I don't think so, but can they get back to Demarius being a top? 15-16 wide receiver. Emmanuel Sanders is a low-end wide receiver, too. I think that's certainly... I, I would put the odds on that happening.
2: I, I, I didn't think they was going to bring Sanders back, but I'm glad to see they did bring Sanders back. I think Sanders got some action, especially going in the seventh round. You mean to tell me you can give me Emmanuel Sanders as a bench or a flex option? I'm, 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 pushing, I'm pushing select on that on every single draft. I'll be overexposed to Emmanuel Sanders if you're giving me Emmanuel Sanders in the seven. That's easy money right there, Matt. When it comes to Demarius Thomas, Emmanuel Sanders, and their ADPs, what do you think? I mean, for the ADP,
1: I, I like Sanders better. I'm just going to be honest here. I mean, just going back to the Larry Fitzgerald thing, I got him in, like, that 16 range, which I, I think is fair. Maybe you want to have him a couple spots higher or right about there. So when we're talking, like, wide receiver three, I have him ranked as, like, the 16th wide receiver off the board. Thomas, I have him ranked as, like, the 20th wide receiver. Okay. So, for me, you know, he's just gone down every year. And there was nobody on this channel who was a bigger – who the hell's the quarterback
2: for the Vikings last year? Hayes Keaton is your man.
1: I, I, I he said, forgot his name a year. A year later, he don't even know the man's name. That's the thing.
2: He's,
0: he's <laughs> no longer with I the Vikings. Was just talking about it.
2: Yeah,
1: he's no longer with the Vikings. He's no longer on the shoe. I understand he's got these two wide receivers, but I'm I'm not sold on that. I'm just gonna be honest with you. I'm All gonna right. look at some
0: other options. Oh, Sanders is fine though. Where he goes, I'm totally cool with that. I hate to say it, but I gotta agree with Jake here more on this because I think that. He's right. I don't hate anything. Demarius Thomas. I know, I'm just trying to get on Jake a little bit. But, <laughs> Which I asked you not to. You yeah. well, <laughs> just said he That's finished. why I said I hate to say it. But no, I'm saying I think Demarius Thomas. Listen, he's been with terrible quarterbacks the past couple of years. That's why his production has gone down. Case Keenum comes there. He might be that the Adam Thielen for Case Keenum in a PPR league. I think Demarius Thomas does a lot better than he's done. In the what last if it's years. Sanders who's the Thielen guy for them? It could be. But I think that Thomas is the bigger. You know, oh, better oh, he's, he's, target he's for talent. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. Man. One of the most talented. No, but, no, talent exactly. town. Nobody's going to argue that. Exactly. Uh, but where, like you said, where since is going, obviously, that's a great spot. But I think Thomas could outplay his ADP. Let's, let's see here. Uh, Demarius Thomas or Josh Gordon?
1: They're going side by oh, side I'm here. taking Josh Gordon. Yeah. I'm going
2: with Josh Gordon. Todd Haley is coaching Josh
1: Gordon. Golden Tate or Demarius Thomas? Do you want that? Four? I would split that 50-50. I go Golden. All the time?
0: In PPR, I'm going golden. I,
1: I tell you who I, I,
2: who I will take over him is Alshon Jeffrey. And I, think I people might not agree with that, but I, I think. When you add on that one, Jake? Alshon Jeffrey, Golden Tate. I mean, Alshon Jeffrey, Demarius Thomas. That's interesting.
3: Uh, well, all three of them. Uh, I'll, I, that's one of those ones where, you know, like I said with Matt last year and continue to do this year's, I don't try to di- di- diversify. If I had. You know, like so far, I told you, I own all of my teams are 100% Delaney Walker and Kyle Rudolph right now because okay. those values are insane to me. I own almost 100% of Nick Chubb. Like, I, I'm not out there to intentionally diversify, but when it's close like this, this is where I'm with Matt. And this is where, if I have no strong feelings of one definitively ahead of the rest, I will mix it up. Demarius Thomas, Golden Tate, and Alshon Jeffrey, if they're all there, depending on how I'm feeling that day, or depending on how, honestly, the rest of my team, my makeup is so. So far, whether it's the bye weeks or whether like that's one of those things where I will spread out the risk a little bit or just spread all out, right. I guess my shares just because I, I like all three of them.
1: Well, just to make Jake's point here, like early on and like in best balls or draft champion style things, I think you can uh, load up on shares of players and stuff like that. The early yeah, on you yeah. start drafting. When you go then, hot, you got to diversify. Go like my, but well, you don't have my to, whole but. point last year was uh, with Beckham and Julio. I-, I thought that was the right move because they were so close. And look what happened to Beckham. I mean, Beckham looked like he was going to be a beast once again. Yeah. Right. If, you know, well, if you can't miss
0: with those two, pretty much.
1: Well, if you diversified, it worked out.
3: To Matt's point, to spin it the other way, if Beckham plays 16 games, he would have probably outperformed Julio in a down touchdown year, so yeah. that would have benefited him. Like, you can look at it both ways, to Matt's point about diversifying, as you're kind of spreading out your potential.
2: Demarius, uh, Ventra, Demarius, Thomas, Alshon, Jeffrey.
0: Um... I'm going to Marius Thomas, but out of the three with Golden Tate, the only reason why I say Golden Tate is because of consistency throughout the years. Okay. Marius Thomas hasn't been as consistent lately, and obviously, you know, Alshon Jeffrey gets hurt a lot. I can't trust him. Whereas Golden Tate, you know, in a PPR league, he's probably going to get you 85 to 90 catches, right, guaranteed. So
2: let's, let's talk about um, Emmanuel Sanders going in round seven right now, right? Um. I love Emmanuel Santos. I just think he's a cool cat. Like I would like to hang out with Emmanuel Santos. I follow him on Instagram. Like a yeah, nice, he's chill. Like a nice enough. Would guy. Would you name your next son Emmanuel? If I have a If I have a next son, Matt Medica. I'm gonna name him Jesus.
0: <laughs>
2: <laughs> that's what Jesus. I'm going to name him Jesus because it'll be a miracle. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you
3: know, it's Corey, that's just my buddy last night texted me that he finally started watching Final Space with his wife, and his uh-huh. phone autocorrected, auto-corrected his wife's name from Christy because she spells it C H R I to Christ. Oh, and he texted me right back. He goes, "My wife, not Jesus." <laughs> Shout out to JC. All right. Um,
2: I love Emmanuel Sanders, and I love where he's going in, in drafts. I think Emmanuel Sanders in round seven of a PPR is one of the best. Is one of the best values on the board. Emmanuel Sanders gets it done, solid, steady for the most part. Banged up from time to time, but for the most part, is a guy that you can count on just about every uh, Sunday. Um, as a as a flex option, as a bench option, you get into the bye weeks and stuff. You feel real good about popping Emmanuel Sanders in your lineup. So, Jake, when it comes time to well, let me let me get you to break down Sanders for me, then I'll go around the room on some player comparisons.
3: Break them down how? Just in general? Or, yeah, in general What like, what you think about. Well, I guess it's the same as Demarius Thomas, right? Yeah, well, I mean Emmanuel Sanders has been what Emmanuel Sanders has always been. The thing, here, I'll break it down a little bit differently. This is not really what you're asking, but the fact is, is people kind of assume that he's a slot guy. He, he's not. I, I, both of them, Demarius Thomas and Emmanuel Sanders actually are in the mid-teens for their production out of the slot. It's, it's not a big option, so as a sidebar is this is why I think Deshaun Hamilton of the two of him and Sutton is the one that can make an impact because he's the slot. Sutton is the outside. That's another story for another day. But for Emmanuel Sanders, he does a lot on the outside. He succeeds on the outside. He's a very good all-around wide receiver. And I think if you're looking at it, a good comparison is Stefan Diggs. Like like they said, Thielen and Diggs are the new Demarius and the new uh, Emmanuel Sanders. And I think that's a fair comparison in the scene that Diggs can succeed on the outside. You know, you're going to get some kind of slot work sometime times but that doesn't mean that he can't put up a thousand yards and five or six touchdowns
2: you know now as i'm looking at you jake on on like see i'm looking at when i'm in studio i'm looking at the tv you can't really see your eye but now i, I look at it on youtube are you okay are it. you okay jake
3: <laughs> yeah i told you it's just it's super i'm trying not to scratch it because it's yeah super i can imagine itchy. yeah yeah that joint looks
2: um i hope you're all right I don't feel you're nothing no, bad. I'm, I'm good, I right,
3: appreciate cool. it, but yeah, I'm just Yikes. more, like, I just want, like, I just, I'm trying to not make it worse. Tarantula. Listen, <laughs> I know. Virginia Beach Bugs, man, stay away.
1: What was <laughs> so, the movie where all the little spiders came out? No, I'll tell you. Oh, the Arachnophobia?
2: Oh, Arachnophobia. My sister, um, my not my sister, my daughter. When we go over my sister crib, they got a basement over the joint. They got these little hopping spiders around the basement, but they never really come into, like, the bedroom area, Right. So my do- I let my kids stay up late. You know what I'm saying? They put their kids to bed early. I let my kids. I don't. I don't care. Whatever. <laughs> okay. What time y'all go to sleep? To be honest, you know what I mean. So my daughter, we when they when the other kids go to bed, she be like, Daddy, I'm stay up. I like, I could go downstairs. So I came on there one last time. about a year and a half ago. Go down there to go to bed, and one of the little hopping spiders jumped in the bed, and my daughter got out the bed. Like I'm going upstairs. You know what I'm saying? I'm going upstairs. There was a spider down this joint, and she was like, I am never coming down to debate this basement again a year and a half later as God is my witness she'll go to the door she'll be like daddy and I'll be like come down she would be like nope she does not play with those spiders in that I, basement I would be cool with hopping spiders <laughs> minutes, you know what I'm saying
0: that's <laughs> yeah, kind of creepy
2: yeah so no doubt alright so when we come back Emmanuel Sanders versus Chris Hogan we'll break that down your phone calls on deck eight four four eight four three six eight seven nine. and then we maybe we get Venture to give us a little, a couple of World Cup bets you can put that down it's fancy unless you gotta go Venture. you gotta go you got stuff to do downstairs? I don't think so. If y'all need venture downstairs, let me know. So. I'll let your boy. Fantasy Football, friends, the and TSY Radio. <laughs>
3: Why pay high rake when you can play daily fantasy baseball and pay half the rake on Fantasy Draft? Featuring half the rake GPP and head-to-head contests, exclusive VIP experiences, and the most flexible lineup structures in the game, Fantasy Draft is the only DFS site that puts players first. They're also the only site to offer 6 of 7 PGA scoring, dropping your lowest golfer's score. Register today with the code FNTSY for a free $4 entry into a guaranteed winner contest in the sport of your choice. Fantasy Draft, daily fantasy on a level playing field. Really? Yeah. Visit discoverstudentloans.com to apply today. Limitation supply.
0: Lumber Liquidators is celebrating the opening of our 400th store, so we're putting over 400 floors on sale. That means huge savings for you. Get prefinished hardwood and bamboo up to
2: 36% off, including new styles like Mediterranean Maple and sellers like Silverstone Bamboo. Take 25% off all Dream Home Laminate and 10 to 15% off our best waterproof floors. More from just 49 cents, plus special financing... And professional installation. Hurry, get to your local lumber liquidators today. It's Carton and Friends.
3: I root for the Yankees. Frontrunner and Weasel. I, I am in baseball a little. Corey has never special. No, Every I'm sport. not. No, I'm not. No, I'm not. K-R. No, I'm not. 100.
2: percent Big fan, like, where my dubs at. I have a team in the Western gotta, conference. I gotta, I gotta, I'm allowed to have a team in the Western conference. I want to watch basketball in the postseason. As a Nick fan, that's not gonna happen no time soon. I the Cowboys, with that. the
3: Yankees, and the Warriors, you're not a front runner. The Cowboys
2: haven't won in 20 something years. Corey
0: is a glutton for punishment as a Cowboy fan.
2: Weekdays, 9 a.m. to noon Eastern on FNTSY
3: Radio and on your popular podcast providers. <laughs>
2: I ain't Lil, Lil Kim, Magic Stick joint. What's, what's, it's fire. What's the term toys. It's it's the beef. The Turnout Tuesday, if you're listening, it's Foxy Brown versus Lil Kim. That album was crazy. This was, this Magic was, Stick, this. classic. Yeah, <laughs> I didn't
3: know, I didn't know Magic Stick was it was a beef song.
2: I don't think it was a beef song, but I guess it's just rocking the Lil Kim and the Foxy because they had went words back and forth a couple yeah, years ago. Yeah. But this was right. This is 50 Cent was the man. The, the Magic Stick it just went down. You remember this Fifty Cent so also 50. had like
3: one beat for four songs. <laughs> uh, yeah, well, it, it worked. It
2: worked, Jake. He made a lot of money. Very quickly. vitamin water money was really nice. yeah. like vitamin <laughs> water money yeah. came up. Like hey, he speaking
3: even... of money, Corey, what's up? I, I finally won a HQ trivia last night. I won a whole thirteen cents. I saw that,
2: Jake. I saw that. I saw that. I got a. Gotta... Wasn't HQ it ten Gs?
3: Well, everybody
2: don't win yeah. the ten Gs. I got a call with some some uh, with a dude about some HQ trivia type stuff later on in the day. HQ trivia is it's a it's an app. On, on your phone where you play where it's trivia, yo. Sometimes it would be up to two million people in that joint. Yeah,
3: yeah. yeah I'm saying you're putting money that's up why it as the No, was, it's, free. it's free. It's free. No, no, it's it's free. But that's why venture because last night it was ten thousand dollars, but it was only eight questions, so there was like, you know, a ton of people t- t- won. 20 yeah, some thousand won.
0: So you got to split it with or everybody. 30,
3: 000, whatever. Yeah. The, the clock, thing. the timer just... goes off real quick. You, you can't Google
2: the answer or something. It's it, it's like a crazy questions. Are all over UA the place. Answers.
3: Oh, you was able to Google the answer and get it in in time a handful throughout the times I've been able you, if it's an answer that's, e- that's easily found and you know you got to be able to type in just like three words you can't type in the oh. entire question you got to know what to type in like one of them was the some bird for a country or something like that and if you just type in the bird country boom and hit enter I mean, you gotta do it quick, but yeah, I've, okay. I've been able to get a couple answers.
2: PJ on and, and PJ, uh, what's where, that boy? JP, yeah. Sorry, it's been three years. I should know the dude's name by now. <laughs> um, he said everyone cheats in that HQ game, so there you go. All right, How all could right. it move so fast? Though, I would I think possibly. so. I'm like I said, I've I've heard about it. I've been in there like once. But it's, it's, a, it's a big, it's, a, it's like with
3: the late questions you really can't because they have some with the late questions where it's like something in a book of a chapter and it's, yeah. it's, they get to the point where you can't even search for it. Like if you search for it on Google, it would probably take you five minutes to find anyway.
2: There you go. Scott is figuring out trying to angle is trying to figure out a way to sell the exclusive edge package on that <laughs> joint. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Who was the guy on uh Jeopardy when they asked at this age and whatever it was, like a, it was supposed to be like a teenage age for him? For a boy or a girl.
2: Uh-huh. What does this mean? And the guy answered consent. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. And that's crazy. Alex, Spe- uh, speaking of Jeopardy, I saw an interesting Jeopardy question. The question was, give me uh, three initials to describe um, O'Shea Jackson, Dr. Dre, and MC Ren. Three initials? Yeah. Three initials. To I just go with Dre. I, look to me. Three Dre initials, initials to describe O'Shea Jackson, Dr. Dre, and MC, MC Ren. Three initials. MC Wren controls Dre. the automatic. There you go. This is the easy one, y'all. I didn't, I don't know No. N- NWA. Oh, okay. NWA. That was, was the answer it? of a Jeopardy question. Eight four four eight four three six eight seven nine. Jay, you All had right. me thinking something different. Right, we
3: never know. When yeah. We, I, was, we go out to- I was going down like one eight seven.
2: The original um. All right, let's, let's, get, let's get Steve in the joint. Steve, what up? Steve in Massachusetts, telephone lines is open. Let's go to Steve in Mass. Steve, what up? Hey, what's up, Corey? How you doing? I'm chilling. How was your night out drinking this past weekend with the homies? Oh, it wasn't that bad. It was pretty good. All right. Yeah. A good time. Anything to report? Any luck? Nah, unfortunately, no. Nah. Right. I wish, but hey. Ah, right, well. There's always good. other nights. Sometimes it oh, bees. Nice. There's always Miss Jergens. It's hey, Steve. Sometimes. <laughs> Angela. <laughs> sometimes. <laughs> it's, it, it bees like that sometimes, Steve. We all, you know, we can't, everybody can't be on 100 all the time. Sometimes we, you know, sometimes we in slumps. You know what I'm saying? What well, we got, what well, we got, fantasy football wise, though? We try not to get in a slump in that. What you got, Steve? Uh,
0: so I had a question. Um, what? Who's, like, being, like, undervalued, you think,
2: as far as, like,. Uh, like the draft right now because because I know the draft board usually changes between now and September. Yeah. What do you who do you think is going to be going at a, at like a value when when come time like September? All right, so th- I tell you right off the Cause, rip. Cause, I tell you right off right. the rip. And dudes have- that are going to that dudes that you can get right now that a month from now, two a month six weeks from now you're not going to be able to get where you're getting them at. The First one that comes to mind is Darius Geis. Yeah, I tell you. He's going to rise at the draft board, I tell you that
3: 100%. The rookie running backs.
2: Yeah, yeah, exactly. The rookie running backs: the guys, Rock-
3: Penny, Freeman, Jones, all four of them.
2: All four of the rookie running. Remember last year? Well, obviously Spencer Ware injury played a role, but Kareem Hunt went from like seven to like def- the two,
0: two overnight. Well, yeah, he became. Well, like, got hurt. He, where
1: became, got hurt. He, became, he became like the number one pick as soon when they had those th- that Thursday night game, and there was
2: still live drafts that weekend.
1: Yep. Yep. I th- I think well,
3: uh, to your point, Corey. Let's look at the Dalvin Cook one because everybody's like, "Oh, they signed the Davis Murray to all that money and blah blah." blah. Well, now Dalvin Cook went from a fifth rounder to a second rounder with no injury.
2: Yeah, there, there you go. With no injury, he went from the fifth round to the second round. I think. Uh, who else can you see? I think Emmanuel Sanders. I'm hoping. i uh, hoping not. I think Emmanuel Sanders will move up. Mm-hmm. Well, what about your boy uh, Carry On? I, Carry On, running the the rookie running back. I think he'll move up. I think. Um, I think uh, Gordon's
0: got to Josh Gordon's got to move.
2: Chris up. Hogan's going to move up. That's interesting. Venture Josh Gordon move up. Right now, Josh Gordon lives in the fourth round. That's if Josh true, Gordon yeah. have a catch a long bomb or something during the preseason,
0: forget the, about it. Fantasy
2: owners love Josh Gordon. We love no, for, for, for as
3: much as we uh, hate. I don't know if he's going to get higher than the third. Okay, well oh, that's interesting. All right,
0: I could see people taking him in the second though. He's like that high massive. In the high stakes, guy. there'll yeah. probably be somebody at that end of that second round that would. Uh,
3: I don't think it would be. Con- I don't think that'll be his ADP even with a big catch. Is what I'm saying. I could see him being drafted by a few. Like, yeah, you're right. You're both right. If somebody will, I don't think his ADP will get. I don't think the average person, like the average draft, is going to see him going in the second.
2: I think Kenny Galladay a move up. I think Josh Doxson to move up.
0: Robert Woods.
3: Corey Davis, Jordan Matthews.
2: Those dudes are all dudes that I think that you can get for a steal right now. Darren Sproles, he's going to start popping on people's radar. Like he's being undrafted now, but he'll start getting drafted more. The kid in Dallas, Michael Gallup, his draft stock could go up over the course of the next couple weeks.
1: Now, let's let's look at like Tariq Cohen. Like say he
2: you know. He can a couple, move down. He, he can move down, but do you what is the how high you think he can possibly go up? He can I think he can go if well if he gets a couple plays off, because you know how electric and exciting he is, if he gets a couple plays off in the preseason, he might be able to jump from to the third. Would you pay for really? anybody? Anybody willing to pay yeah, for Cohen in the third? No. 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 I'm not paying for Cohen in the fifth. Not, yeah. I'll pay for him in the fifth.
1: Look, in the fifth round, what I'm looking at here, I'm just like, I'm going to take Deion Lewis. I'm going to take Alex Collins. I, and I, I like Cohen. I do like him, but.
0: The thing is, Howard's
1: there. Howard's there. I, but how, I no, think no, Howard's relevant to
2: the situation. Howard can't catch.
1: Yeah, but he's going to be weaponized
2: all over the Doesn't field, matter. in my opinion. Yeah, But Cohen's a guy that's going to be everywhere. Cohen caught
3: 55 passes though, last he... year in, as a part-time player. Yes. No, it's when, when are you drafting Theo Riddick? Because that's who Tariq Cohen is. I think, he's no, better. He's better. I think he's more than Theo Riddick. I think he's better, yeah. No, he's not he's, it doesn't matter even if he you think he's a better talent at this point of his career, he's not gonna get more touches. He's going to be a Theoretic. People people are disrespecting Theoretic and what oh. he used to be. He used to be a locked in RB two in PPR. It wasn't even a question. He wasn't an B two. He was top twenty in PPR. The fact is is that's who mm-hmm. Terry Cohen is. But if you look at Theoretic, even those seasons, you still have to deal with the three and four point weeks where he has three catches for seven yards and like just nothing went right that day.
0: Right. He didn't get the touches. Like if you compare him to Christian McCaffrey, he's McCaffrey's basically going to get all those catches, those touches, and he's going to get more, a lot more rushes. Than a Tariq Cohen. He's only got C.J. Anderson in his way, as opposed to Howard, He's going to get Christian buried McCaffrey, up the middle. I
2: just don't know if Christian McCaffrey can run the football in the well, NFL. He
0: doesn't have to run it more than 10 times. He could run it seven, eight times and do damage. You know I know think what I mean? he's a better runner than he's shown, though. Yeah. And I think having
2: that year you of you got to get then. that YPC up over four this year. That's mandatory. Yeah, well, uh, the high threes or something. Look, okay. I think how is he going to play out in this offense? And
1: I, I think they kinda want him to be the man yep. with CJ Anderson having a role. But I mean, just those I mean, a rookie running back got over a hundred targets.
2: Well, <laughs> no, that's crazy. Passes. But his offense did change this year. They they, they bring in the new offense, which might be better well, for him. Yeah,
3: no. I and then- to, to back to Cohen, I mean, Lance just brought up in the chat room. I was about to bring this up, too. It's, it's a great point by him, by Lance. Kudos to you. I don't know if you knew this stat off the top of his head, but Tariq Cohen had the longest average time, average time per touch behind the line of scrimmage, and that wasn't because of the Bears. The Bears actually have a very good offensive line. It's he dances too much. He mm. tries to do – that's why he's never going to get more carries. He's, right. he's going to be theoretic, Riddick, which is fine. It's valuable. I want him as an RB3 in PPR. But the problem is Cohen, similar to Marlon Mack, is always trying to do too much. You're just trying to get to that get. corner. So, yeah. Right. Sometimes you, you're only going to get two yards. It's, it's not your fault. That's just sometimes what happens. But by doing that, like I said, it's surprising to me to see that stat, too, knowing how good the Bears are offensive line-wise and how explosive Cohen can be. He, again, he averaged the most time in the NFL behind the lineman's scrimmage. He's,
0: I, also, he's also really, really, really small. Like, really small for most running backs. I mean, uh-huh. he's got to be the smallest. Well, that's I mean, act. That's like an right, active good run. He's not five one, but I. Get it. <laughs> I mean, McCaffrey's bigger. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. McCaffrey you know, like, hit
2: the gym this year too. Yeah. Um Right. Quick though, another, another, some more names of players that can move up. And I, I had one. I had a good one in my head, and I, and I forgot about it. Just that quick. Darn it. Oh, Quincy Inum was a player that's going to move mm-hmm, up too. Yeah. Um. In in drafts. Uh, all right. So let's, Jake. Let me ask you about. Randall Cobb. And what do you think of Randall Cobb? Randall Cobb was playing aight last year until he got hurt. It looked like he was going to have a bounce-back season. I worry about Randall Cobb's um, durability this year. I know Jake is on Cobb, so I'm going to let Jake get on this one first. But Randall Cobb hasn't been spotted in a walking boot, and the team ain't been in a practice yep. since June 4th. Mm-hmm. So that's going to be interesting right there to see how that plays out. Jake, what do you think of uh, Randall Cobb? <laughs>
3: I'm, an, I'm an well, Why do you like him so much him. this this year? It's not so much, it's just I'm going to continually take him in the seventh, eighth round because Randall Cobb back in the day was, and this is, yes, a few years ago, but he was almost a wide receiver one. He actually was a wide receiver one, the one season, and then a wide receiver two is because he was the number two option in this offense. The biggest question here is it's not the fact can he get back to being a wide receiver two. That is more than doable for the fact that he's the only person that's in the contention for the number two as of right now. And you look at this team and it's behind him is Geronimo Allison, a bunch of rookies, and then obviously Jimmy Graham at tight end. So the path is clear. We actually talked about this during on target today with Mike Wright of the Fantasy Footballers. He and I talked about this. The path is one of the easiest paths you could have with Aaron Rodgers as your quarterback to provide wide receiver two value. The problem is... He's continually hurt. He's even hurt that one season where he was asked to be the number one and couldn't handle it just because he's not built that way. No slight on Cobb. He's just that's not who he is as a wide receiver. Mm-hmm. But he's been hurt year after year after year and have those injuries taken a toll now to where he's not 100. Like he's never going to be 100 percent again. And if that's the case, give me Geronimo Allison, as Mike said, in like the 13th, 14th round at the end of the draft, because he could be the number two. Yeah, I mean,
1: if you just look at uh, the what Aaron Rodgers has produced yeah. with the top two wide receivers pretty much almost every year except for like a season or two, and both of those came when he was uh, – two out of the
2: three came when he was
1: injured. But going in his range, I'm going to go Jamison Crowder every
2: time. Oh, I'll take JC. I'll take JC. I'll give you that. I'll take JC over. But I um, do like Cobb. I'm I like Cobb. I, don't have, I don't have no beef with Cobb. The, the thing with Cobb is durability. Yeah, that is, know, the durability with Cobb is the number one factor. Yeah. So there you go hey. – Enough you two <laughs> yelling at me like P- that. PJ. Yeah. Look <laughs> oh, you know, yeah, yeah. I'm, uh,
0: I'm going to say something crazy.
2: You want to say to the... You want, uh, okay, say something crazy and then sign out to the Goon Squad for us.
0: Yeah. I think Ty Montgomery actually becomes like the number two wide receiver on this team. Uh, he did say something crazy. Goon Squad, we out. we see you tomorrow. See you tomorrow. Son, why
2: do you think...
1: But I, I would I li- be involved. I love Ty Montgomery. In, right. in
0: best ball draft champions,
1: I, I do want to have shares with Ty Montgomery. Yes. All right. I just think he's got... He has... Many possibilities. Yes. Maybe nothing comes to fruition, but he's got possibilities. They love him as a
2: matchup nightmare. So whether he gets the carries here or the receiver. What have you seen him as? As a wide receiver or running back? Both. I, I Both. think no he, on, on in, 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 in on on in draft software. In draft software? Where oh, can you
3: draw, put so if, draw, sir, uh, he's got he's, everybody's got him as a running back this yeah, year, finally. Okay, so everybody, everybody has him as a running back. I think I don't think I don't agree with Chris that he's the wide receiver two, but I have said before, and I'll agree with the fact that I could see them using him as a wide receiver this year, if if as long as Aaron Jones and Jamal Williams are both healthy. Right. Yeah. Okay.
2: Another another. I don't know. I haven't seen this a lot of places, but I know on the FFWC, um, the Scout Online Championship, Tavon Austin is classified as a running back. And I will put him on my team. Uh, he will be the last pick of my draft. <laughs> Any place where Tavon Austin is a running back, he'll be the last pick of my draft. Why? Why? Each and th- Why? Why? Because I can play-, play. the other way. I can play. No, I know. I can I can slot. Slide- I-, I do out the bye weeks. I can slot him in. As- if I go wide receiver heavy team, I can slot Tavon-, Tavon Austin in the bye weeks. He might catch three or four passes and give you 10, 11 points in the
0: PPR. Ezekiel Elliott's eating up everything there.
2: But Tavon Austin's a wide receiver.
0: Yeah, but he the, he's probably not going to get much. I mean, I don't see him. Right, they got like, hurt. He, the ca- he can catch three or four passes a week. Uh, I mean, you, I just I
1: can't wait for you to walk in the studio with the Tavon Austin jersey. I'm not buying a jersey. I'm <laughs> if not blind, Zeke gets that. hurt, then you
0: talk.
2: Well, oh, Tevin Austin's not a running back. That's yeah. the point I'm trying to make. Well, suppose we well, well, Cowboys want to use him as like
1: they're
0: yes, not saying, they're going to use him. But that's what I'm saying. Corey.
3: you want it the other way? Why is that? Jake, a running back because you want a running back classified as a wide receiver because you get more work. Like. But going to get guaranteed
2: touches. Yeah, but I said, that's what I'm saying nobody's going to get that work in Dallas behind Zeke, but Tavon Austin could catch you three or four passes.
3: Well, that's what I'm saying. That's fine. I understand what your point, but I'm saying that him being listed as a running back doesn't really help you. Like, this isn't, this isn't Marquise Colston being listed as a tight end.
2: That was awesome. <laughs> that was awesome. That was <laughs> godsend right there.
3: That was a godsend. We made a rule one week after that, because everybody in our league knew that Marquise Colston wasn't a tight end, we, that you couldn't use him there. That's one of the, that was one of the rare situations of an in-season change in rule, rule season. change. Yeah, Just because not, that's tough. You can't break the league like that.
0: I think Goodwin is a guy that should move up by August. Why is December.
2: that? I mean with Jimmy G. Oh, I forgot. You You and Jimmy
0: G. Well, no, I'm sorry. I'm the being same team,
3: If you believe in Jimmy Garoppolo, then yeah. why is everybody ignoring Pierre Garçon? That's no. the bigger question. I
0: think Garçon will be like that possession guy. The guy that gets a ton of targets and catches a ton of passes gets you the first down. But Goodwin's gonna hit home runs and Goodwin's gonna catch passes too. He did a great job at the second half of last year with Jimmy G. Like he did really well. Where you had to plug him in your lineup, you had to. No,
2: I feel you, I feel what you're saying. It, no, no, Goodwin's, but P. A. Garcon is back now.
0: Yeah, but that, I don't think I think that only helps him. You know right. what
2: I'm saying? I, I'm taking. only P. two of them. If I go, if I get involved in that San Fran passing game, it's gonna be Garcon and McKinnon. What and about I'll, Kittle? Are and then, a Kittle guy? I love Kittle. i like, Jack. I can do the George Kittle thing. I, like, I can't. I don't but he's going?
3: They still like Selleck. Like Brent Selleck? The
1: Selleck brothers never
3: die. I, well, they I like know. the cockroaches they're of tight ends. They don't. They it's really it's don't. a very small sample, Corey, but at the end of the season when they were both healthy, and that's why it's a small sample, it was basically the final two games their snap counts were both in the 40% range. It was slightly towards Kittle, but that's the fact is we don't have a real sample of saying Definitive. they're definitively going to use Kittle 70% of the time. Right. All right so That's my only concern with it.
2: Tomorrow's Wednesday. Scott be by later on in the week. Don't forget roto vs exclusive edge fantasy football package yeah. live for 2018. Hey, be
3: cool. 10% off code
2: all in kid. Already. He already dropped that. So there, there you go. go right there. What happened, what happened to the king today? He couldn't make it in today. He sent me a text saying he couldn't make it in today. He'll definitely be here on Friday. Okay. Look for him on Friday. And you off on Friday, right? Matt? I won't be here Friday. Plus, you won't get to see the king. sucks. You can see him though. I'm sure he'll be around. we <laughs> <laughs> the all-in kid. Wall Street, Matt Medica. out to Chris Bench for hanging out for a little bit. The whole goon squad. Everybody on the fourth floor. We love you. We'll talk to you tomorrow.